Interior. Studio. Dusk. The dimly lit room remains as still as a painted ship as three young men sit adjacently from one another. The stillness makes way for a moment of reflection for each of the young men. In this moment, the moment of reflection, many thoughts bounce around the heads of Adam, Nick, and Lloyd like a beach ball at a Nickelback concert or a crash test dummy in a Toyota Yaris. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, is that it? No, there's keep, more. Okay, keep going. Okay. Sorry, I gotta get back in the character here. After yet another brief moment, the silence is broken. Where do we go from here? Adam says with a childlike sense of wonder. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. All right, I got it. Their producer, David, glares from afar through the glass in the booth. Adam can feel a hint of impatience through a connection shared by the exchange of looks. Shall we start? Lloyd says with a gentle and inviting British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Nick replies. David singles a countdown of five on his small and freckle-covered hand. (laughs) The the three young men watch intently, awaiting the countdown to begin. Five, Adam looks at Lloyd. Four, Lloyd looks at Nick. Three, Nick looks at David. Two, David looks at Adam. One, one final breath is taken as the moment of reflection dissipates back into the quiet and calming summer night air. Welcome to episode three of The Fourth Wall. We're your hosts. Woo! Adam Sliger. Uh, this is Lloyd Williams. And Nick Floyd. Yes. <laughs> wow. What an intro. What an intro. That was spectacular. Wow. I Someone it. hire this man. Wow. That was professional. I don't even know where to go from there. All right. Well, well, well let's go. Let's go. All right, so move, movie news. <laughs> talk straight in. One. Movie news number one. Movie news. There's uh, two headlines we want to talk about real mm-hmm. quick. Lloyd will take this one because <laughs> he knows about it. Um, Big Trouble in Little China, one of my favorite movies um, featuring Kurt Russell in the original, um, is being remade, rebooted, and uh, they just announced that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to be... Uh, playing the role oh, my favorite ever i just found this news out too when we Burton. sat down the best he's mm. probably the most famous guy right now he's he rock. is he's a blockbuster king he's like pitbull the pitbull of movies That's and he true. also seems to be the nicest guy ever as well oh definitely i love follow do you follow him on instagram uh yes he do you follow him on instagram no but i do know he's very strong <laughs> He can pick up heavy things and put them back down. You, yes. You're aware he yeah. used to be a wrestler, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I did know that. Mm-hmm. The Rock. The Rock. That was his wrestling name. Yeah. He officiated somebody's <laughs> wedding the other day. Did you see that? I did. That yeah. was awesome. The that guy was... from um, what the, blog? The movie. Screen Junkies or something? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah? right. Yeah. Yeah. He. The, they they do the honest trailers. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. He just like showed up at their wedding and just did it. That's. Right, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. That's yeah. pretty cool. And he's really fun to watch in everything that he's in. Like Journey to the Center of the Earth too. Pretty good. Not seen it. <laughs> Never seen it. I don't that. think <laughs> I've seen Journey to the Center of the Earth 1. What about The Tooth Fairy? Can we just recall all it. of The Rock's movies before he, he, he was... He was obs- great in 127 Hours. <laughs> was he... he yeah, he landed that. on James Franco's arm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had to cut it off. I didn't see that oh, one coming. <laughs> no, Sorry. And in sad, sad news for me, the Tron fan of the group, Tron 3 has been canceled. Oh. Well, I wasn't done talking about The Rock, but fair enough. <laughs> I know he, he just wanted to get straight to that. <laughs> I, know you, I know you love The Rock. What else do you have to say about The Rock? Um, I just hope they don't screw it up. I mean, The Rock's brilliant, and Kurt Russell was brilliant in the original. I used to love watching that movie. Uh, where we would, uh, in, in a band that I used to be in way back when, when we used to go on tour in England in the van, uh, one of the things we took with us was a copy of uh, Big Trouble in Little China on DVD. And anybody who was nice enough to let us stay around the house after the show, uh, we would <laughs> religiously pretty much, anyone who had a DVD player at the time, we would put it on and watch it every single night. On oh my God. So you can quote it then, probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what old Jack Burton says <laughs> at a time like this? Well, you know... <laughs> Kurt Russell, he's just brilliant. I mean, it's brilliant. It's like Mortal Kombat crossed with Street Fighter, crossed with Escape from New York, crossed with people exploding and and 
oriental stuff and probably some casual racism in there due to it as well i don't know i mean <laughs> it's just brilliant it, it didn't do very well when it came out but uh didn't it, john it's, who it's, directed it john carpenter yeah that's what i thought and it's become a, a cult classic now so anyway the rock we love him and hopefully they do justice to it when when is it supposed to be out do we know that I don't know. We just got I mean, this is today. Yeah. I didn't even know they were doing a reboot. But they're putting together really fast, though. Yeah. Like I read news a few days ago that they had they had gotten the green light, but I didn't even know until we sat down today Mm. that The Rock was in it. Well, there we go. So hopefully that will be a a wonderful movie that we'll be talking about sometime. I mean, The Rock's in it. It's got to be pure gold. There we go. Back to your tears tears of sadness. (laughs) All right. Um, So change.org, the petition website. There's a petition called. Revive Tron 3. Started by Adam Slyker. <laughs> started by Lucas Lohman from New York, New York, petitioning Walt Disney. And his goal is 25,000 uh, signers, and he has 16,000 so far. Where do you come up with a number like that to, like, okay, 25,000 is going to be That'll enough people. That'll change yeah. Walt Disney's mind, That'll and g- he'll <laughs> bring it back. 25,000 times 10 bucks in the movie is not enough to make a Tron film no way but no. it costs but so what's, much what's the Question. reason that they canceled it do well, we tr- know no tron right. le- well they were hesitant to even green light the movie in the first place they okay. took forever on it yeah. tron legacy grossed 400 million dollars how much did it cost money wikipedia probably probably nowhere near it was that. a four it, tron legacy it can't have been it can't have been any more than what's what is the highest wow we should talk about this at some point the, the highest cost film I remember a while ago it was the parts of the Caribbean. Forty-seven Ronin was the biggest bust. No, 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 not the biggest bust. About? The budget of I think film Avatar. Budget. Avatar was Avatar to this day. They won't give a proper number. No, because I just watched a video the other, maybe even earlier today, where they were talking about Grand Theft Auto V, the computer game, and they said that that's got the biggest budget of uh, a computer game of all time, and it was two hundred and seventy million dollars. Wow, they to make Grand Theft Auto V, and they compared it to the biggest budget of a movie so far and that was i i think it was parts of the caribbean world end and i think that was 300 million dollars was the budget well tron legacy was 170 million right and it made 400 that's it that's That's, all it cost to make yeah i mean that's gta 5 that's it and 100 million change well i mean seeing that like something i mean all all of it's digital Mm. and to get you know someone like daft punk to come in and score it and I mean, I guess no-name actors were in it. I mean, that was back when we talked about it. Here's an uh, update on the petition from Lucas Lohman. So Shout three, out to Lucas Lohman. Three days ago, he had over 250 people. Right. And now, in the uh, second day, he had 1,000. Now he's up to 16,000. So wow. I, I, for one, think they should bring it back. Yeah. I'm just wondering if how, how much that's going to matter Not to at Disney. all. They exactly. don't care. They don't yeah. care. They dropped it for a reason, and I don't... It could have been something in production that is kind of without or out of everyone's hands. Like, Maybe I don't we'll find be... out uh, by next week. Uh, I'm sure it'll come. There'll be a statement. If but I'm are... I'm the the Tron who cares guy of, of the podcast, I'm afraid. Not interested. Yeah. Didn't, I mean, it'd be I cool. Didn't, I didn't think I even watch Tron Legacy. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you really I'm, should. I mean, <laughs> I saw bits and pieces, but I didn't care enough about the original Tron to be that bothered either. It's, I mean, the new one—it's basically Mad Max in space, kind of. Yeah, in the future, yeah. hmm. and but with hey. a story with neon motorbikes, <laughs> neon Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, neon yeah. Mad. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not like it at all. But yeah. if Mad Max was it, a, a David Bowie music video, it would be Tron Legacy. Okay, worth doing. So, how do you feel about it? You're upset. You're what do you? I mean, what? I mean, it's been five years since, and the ending. I don't. The ending is just weird. I don't know where they could go with her being in the in like the real world. I don't know. They kind of they kind of landed the plane. I felt really. Where, you think what so? are you gonna do? I mean, now it's yeah, that's it. It's like Tron. Yeah. Well, now it's it's done. I don't know. Sometimes wow. it's better to just do two movies. In this instance, I think it is. Yeah, that's that's words to live by, probably in terms of tr- some trilogies that are out there. You're telling right? me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, with the Hobbit, they could have just made it one Shrek. Right. Don't, don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> Them's fighting words. It was Shrek the Third. <laughs> okay. Uh, referenced uh, to Adam's, that was in your top five, right? Shrek, yeah. And uh, what we wanted to do today, um, moving on from our movie news, was to segue into uh, a bit of light relief 
in this episode and, and talk about um, Pixar, Disney Pixar, or just Pixar now. Yeah. Or is it still Disney Pixar? It is. I think it's just Pixar. Just Pixar. And uh, based upon the fact that we talked about this in the first episode, that we should probably talk about it. So this is a fairly kind of themed episode, if you will. Yeah, especially with Inside Out coming Inside out, out so yeah. soon, too. And it's apparently supposed to be great, mm-hmm. like incredible, they're saying. A very confusing trailer, I thought. Um, we discussed where, where they played it in front of Tomorrowland, didn't they? Yes. In front of Tomorrowland, they played yeah, the, yeah. the trailer for Pixar Inside Out, and that was the first trailer that you guys had seen, was it? Correct. Right. So what I said to you after the movie was that when I saw the first ever preview for it, it was just one scene... Uh, and the premise is that the characters are the people who uh, are in control of your emotions in as, your as a human, in your brain. So yeah. all of the characters in this movie that's coming out are like, uh, what was it, fear, uh, bravery, sadness. Anger, uh, sadness, anger, yeah, love. The so, seven dwarves of your brain. Right, exactly. Oh, so everybody, so that, yeah, hmm. so the, the idea is that everybody has these people living in their heads and it's they're in control of how we as human beings move. So anyway... Um, the first preview that I saw for it was basically um, one scene, I think, that was about a minute and a half long of, of a girl sat at the table having a falling out with her parents, and it played so much better than the preview that we just saw, which was more of a traditional film trailer because it kind of went in and out of loads of different things that were going to happen in the movie, and it seemed to get really messy to me. Yeah. What did you guys think? That well, Just that preview. In terms of selling the movie, I thought it was a much harder sell. It seemed not to be... It was like an un-Pixar trailer mm. when it said, like, Pixar, blah, blah, blah. I was like, eh. Yeah. It's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. it was... It, I think it was trying to show that it's not just about one... Ca- I, it's, like, smart, but I, weird at the same time because it's showing that it's not just about the little girl. So it appeals more to a larger audience because I know, I mean, Pixar... What was their last movie? Cars 2? Two, two? What was the last movie they did? Um, no, they no it wasn't Brave, was it? Yeah. No, that was Disney. That wasn't Pixar. No, Brave was Pixar. No, was that the last? Or Toy Story three was last. I can't even remember what yeah, the last Pixar go. movie was. No, Brave was um, was actually Disney. It was Disney. just Disney. Yeah, yeah that wasn't right. Pixar. Um, so what are I mean with with that in mind, we're kind of anticipating. It's probably going to be great because it's Pixar. Let's yeah, be honest. And I've, I mean, I've been reading. Great they've never things. really made a bad like they've never made a bad movie, have they? Can let's, we? Let's I mean, be honest. Can we well, confirm that Brave Monsters, wasn't Pixar? Monsters, Brave was not Pixar. Monsters University was. Oh uh, yeah. yeah out um didn't see that probably should yeah i've not seen that either actually and brave 100 percent is not is Pixar. Disney. only disney nick okay i told you this i'm just making sure a few a few seconds ago <laughs> you just didn't this will not be a correction in next week's podcast i'm well we corrected it now yeah yes we got a fact check so um, okay real quick though for <laughs> for inside out i think this movie is a good move in theme because if you go on twitter and tumblr and facebook and all this there's a big push for uh, mental health awareness type things. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen some cartoons and stuff where it's like people will try to say this is what it's like to live with like depression or things like that that you can't control mm-hmm. just by, oh, get better kind of things. And so I feel like this movie might touch on some of those mental health awareness issues, maybe in a, in a way. I feel like people might latch onto it. Like, it definitely will, yeah. If I have depression, I could watch this movie – and relate to how she feels when, like, the the characters in her brain are kind of out of whack. But this is the great thing about what Pixar does, is they always have that emotional undertone to every single... Like, for example, Monsters, Inc., the kid, she's scared because this monster's under the bed. And yeah. then in the end, it's kind of like, oh, you don't have to be afraid because things aren't always what you seem. That's just one, right. of, one of the things that they do. You know, The Incredibles, which... I watched a little bit of earlier to remind me of a couple of things, especially as it was by Brad Bird. Tomorrowland. Yeah, Tomorrowland, yeah. And that's that's a family coming together, dysfunctional and, you know, wants and desires and, you know, getting over kind of family squabbles and working together as a team and how, you know, you don't you might not always get along with your brother, but at the end of the day, you love each other, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And it's what they do so well. I mean, Toy Story started it all, really, in a way. Yeah, oh yeah. And people were crying in that movie, and it's just very emotional stuff. Yeah, and in Pixar, I mean, I think a lot of people forget, too, is all the digital shorts that they have at Mm -hmm. the beginning of each. And that's, I mean, one of my favorite, I think it was Toy Story that was on, the chess game Mm -hmm. with the old man playing chess with himself. Yeah. That alone was one of the, I mean, it's just great that they have all of those as well. I think a lot of people forget 
Um, even though Disney's kind of come in strong with some of theirs with like Wreck-It Ralph, they had some, Yeah, they've been doing their own shorts. It's weird. It's hard to kind of differentiate that Pixar is, what's Pixar and what's Disney anymore? It is now, yeah. I feel like they're doing that on purpose. Yeah, I think they're trying to. They're trying to bridge that gap in a way where it'll blur the lines so that people will be interested in Disney films in the way they would be Pixar. Like planes. Well, we were talking about that the other week, weren't we? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. just like cars. I was adamant that planes was Disney, but then, uh, I mean Pixar. Right. But it's Disney, and that was a weird one for me because the planes even look exactly the same as the cars. Yeah. I mean, in a way. So it's, it's smart. It is odd. Yeah, I mean, the fact that Frozen wasn't, you know, Frozen was not a Pixar movie and Wreck-It Ralph was not a Pixar movie. Yeah. It was Disney and I'm sure those both those movies alone made more money than any Pixar movie that they've released in the last five years. Or three. Maybe maybe Stat. not five, maybe three. Mm. We'll, we'll touch on that in corrections because yeah. I'd like to know. But <laughs> yeah, I would like to know. I'm so. not Googling that right <laughs> now. Um, so what, it, what are our favorites then? Oh, that's tough. I mean, do you want to take it away, Adam? What do you yeah, what well, do you, let's talk about I think it. Cars, to me is probably the best one, but I'd say Monsters, Inc. is up there as well. So Cars yeah. is, is, to interject, is kind of a... a unorthodox. Not, it is an unorthodox is, choice, yeah. as being a favorite Pixar, considering the ones that maybe I've got in mind, Cars isn't necessarily up there. So well, what what is it about Cars that you like? I think Cars really related to me at the time when I saw it. Because you like cars yes which well when when <laughs> when, when was I that saw it, like when it came out so i was young so was that 2000 what i'll look it was pre-2010 like well before oh, oh yeah so cars came out in 2006, 2006. thank and you to me that's the best one that's it i mean i just that's relate it, to it you got. i think the story's great um because there's the plot obviously he goes to uh route 66 which is an awesome area of America. I don't know. If, have you been? I have, yeah. Before? Yeah. Nick, have you? No. You're Radiator not. Springs. No. Well, bear in mind that Route 66 Radiator is Springs. a very long road. So right. kind of, it's, a, it's kind of a backwater town in California that's run down and used to have a heyday. And then what's his late? Lightning McQueen comes along. And, and he hates it. And he hates it because he's a city car. A but I like, car. The, I like the homages they have to all the Route 66 stuff. Yeah, It's very cool. relatable. Like the uh, hotel. Yeah. With the cones, mm-hmm. there's a hotel with teepees yeah, that's for each right. room. Stuff mm-hmm. like that. I just liked it a lot. Yeah, and I like car racing. But then I like that it had almost two. You know, he went there and he hated it, and he learned what life is really about. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was a celebrity, and I think that tackles an issue that a lot of Pixar movies haven't touched on. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a unique story. Whereas a lot of them, I mean, Buzz Lightyear kind of has that moment where he realizes he's not like. Buzz Lightyear of Star mm-hmm. Command, the real hero. But I think Cars kind of tells that story the most complete way. Yeah. So it's like a guy that maybe ends up in a situation he doesn't love and he's used to f- being this big famous race car. And then he learns like compassion yeah. and how to care for people's problems and that there's more to life than just money and uh, girls and big sponsorships. And Although all like those that. things are lovely, right? Right. Yeah. And then, Anyone who wants to sponsor the podcast out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes to the big race, and I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. When the um, it's a great the elder car crashes, he has the he has the chance to win. Yeah. But instead, he turns around and helps his fellow car and then finish the end, his last race. He has the chance to sell out as well. Right. But he he sticks with he sticks with going back to radiator, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think you that to me is the best story that a Pixar movie's had. But also it's it, it it's your favorite because it's what you associate with as the vehicle, if you will. No. If you yeah. pardon the pun. Well it's the right? best I mean because it's no, the because, best I think it's go. the best story start to finish. Of but what any about Pixar the, film. But the characters though, if you were to you the cars themselves, I mean you could say that finding Nemo is equally as good a story in a way. I but it's disagree right, because okay. yeah. Finding Nemo is just hero's journey. It's the Wizard of Oz, but it's fish. But cars, in a sense, Cars is Cars is uh, a twisted hero's journey. Well, there's a journey. few different like template stories. There's the hero's journey. There's the character finding themselves, yeah. and that's I think that's what Cars is. Mm. And I think that, but the I think all the elements are there in that story where it's probably the most complete story. 
that Pixar has as a whole. Where yeah. Finding Nemo, I think, is a complete story, but I felt like it dragged a lot. Hmm. I stopped caring about Nemo. Nemo at a certain point. Wow. Well, I don't think Nemo was. I, I mean. I may be wrong here, but I don't think they did the best job of making Nemo someone you care about. He was kind of a little bitch. <laughs> he was. <laughs> so I was like, if they don't find him, he shouldn't how, have been. How was he a little bitch? He was well, also and then kind he was of okay. To, but then like, he was trying to show. He was trying to stunt, and then he went and touched the boat, and he got caught. Like, good, yeah. you deserve it. Shouldn't have tried to stunt in front of your friends. Yeah. But then, so he, then, but then he finds strength in his, in himself when he gets put in the fish tank to kind of escape as well. So it's. It's a two-part story. And in fact, a lot of those characters that are in the fish tank are kind of some of my favorites in the movie. Yeah. That almost is a bad thing. Why? Because you're with You're supposed to care time. about Marlon and, and uh, Ned, Ellen DeGeneres and, <laughs> and Nemo. But it's like, who really... I couldn't have cared less. You know what I mean? A movie, if you can't care... If you don't care about the things that, that you're supposed to care about, like yeah. actually finding Nemo, then it falls flat. I think most people yeah, I mean, on the planet really cared. So you might be in the minority. Couldn't there. have cared less. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of caring less, I know you guys don't, but Brave was a Pixar film. No, it wasn't. I did, yeah, it was between Cars 2 and Monsters University. Yep. What? Boom. Piss no. off. Boom. Disney movies. Give me that phone. It's a, oh, produced by Pixar and Studios. Produced by. Well, there you go. That doesn't mean that. Pixar films, 12 movies. I mean, yeah, Number, Brave. Yeah. Well, there you go. Disney slash Pixar, Brave. It's on the poster. Jesus. Boom. What? Yeah, that least favorite. God hands damn down. it, phone, right. Hang on. Sorry. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Boom. That's, that's really... So p- you were wrong about Planes and Whoa. you were wrong about Brave. Well, Planes, yeah, we talked about before. Drop the sure? mic. Yeah. Moment. Drop the mic. Well done. Okay, that's my bad. Correction not needed. Wow, that's really surprising. Okay. Uh, all right, so that, thanks for that. You're welcome. Cheers. It's surprising because nice it was bad, one. right? Yeah. Yeah, Brave is Well, it. no, I've, I've not seen it. I didn't see it because I thought it was Disney. Disney. It's not great. Not big on redheads myself. <laughs> that might have something to do with <laughs> that, uh, it. Oh, because it's all... That's all about. Brave is like, it's set in it's Scotland, fe- isn't it? Well, isn't it like a female empowerment It's like thing? a mother-daughter story. But then they just... called it Brave instead of Princess redhead because they wanted boys to go see it too and it didn't yeah. really work no. right okay i mean it was for what it was it was good in terms of like the empowerment of of kind of a princess wow. character that's that's a badass but it was such a it would it turn into like this whole mother daughter you know okay so none of thing. us like brave anyway but either no. way that's interesting no. that the last pixar movie was monsters university which was two years ago it's the it's longest two years the longest gap that they've had Yet, actually. Well, they had they fired a, a bunch of people from Pixar. I think uh, in the in those last two years, I think it was after, right after, or right before mm. Monster University is when they got rid of a lot of the staff. Right, and Inside Out coming next. Yeah. Wow. Um. So, Cars is your favorite, Nick. What's one of yours? Um. I mean, it's cliche, but it's if it's not the toy, or if it's not Toy Story, <clears throat> it's a Bug's Life. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I know how you feel about a Bug's Life. I've. I've heard. Well, I think Bugs Life was like, oh, car or not cars, uh, Toy Story, boom, we did it. Pixar is a thing. It's great. Yeah. And then they had to make a second movie, and then it was Bugs Life. Like that's all it was to me. It was like, well, yeah, it didn't make. I mean, it makes sense. It's you know, it is a sophomore film. Like it is at the end of the day, and I think it's not as that means uh, second to all of our English <laughs> listeners out there. Yeah, that's true. Sophomore, the oh, yeah. sophomore movie. <laughs> Sorry. Hang on a second. Uh, So the thing about Bugs Life as well, to interject again, wow, we're having a lot of those this week, uh, (laughs) is that what I remember about that and what I think they've kind of had going along the way is that there's always another studio who chooses to do something of the same subject matter. Ants. Oh, yeah, Ants. Ants Ants came out like at exactly the same time as A Bug's Life, didn't it? It was DreamWorks. Well, they do that on purpose. I don't necessarily Finding Nemo, Shark Tale. Yes. One right after each other. Yeah, but... You say that, but... They do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but they had had the idea for the movie years before. They didn't just decide to make Shark's Tale a week after they went, oh, Finding Nemo, Pixar, they've done it. Let's make one. They can't make a movie that quick, so... Yeah. I don't necessarily... I think that generally maybe people just can't get inspired by stuff. I don't know. Do they? What do you think? I don't... I mean... Did you see Ants? 
Yeah, yeah, long time ago. I've never seen Ants. It's or Bugs Life. It's kind of creepy for it is really for it's what really it intense. is. It's yeah. like the, if a Bugs Life took like a dark. It's like toy soldiers of bugs. If a Bugs Life was on HBO at nine o'clock, it would be Ants. Hmm. It's true. Wow, sounds really dark. There's yeah, a Bugs Life life after dark <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about bugs life anyway then because that i remember it being a good movie but i think i've honestly think i've only seen it once and i don't even really remember grasshopper's bad yeah uh ants good good yeah i mean i, I think it was it comes down to exactly what adam said about cars is i think at the time when i saw it it was really relatable for me and i think you because know, you were a fat caterpillar uh, yes i was and i oh. just wanted to get my wings oh that's all i want guys Oh, I mean that's kind of sweet. All right, here here we go. <laughs> Finding Nemo and Shark Tale. Yeah. Wally and Robots. Okay. Yeah. The Wild and Madagascar. Oh wow. Monsters Inc. and Shrek. I mean I don't know about that one. Mm. Ratatouille and Flushed Away. Like oh the rat DreamWorks movie. likes to make follow ups to Pixar movies. It's like that company, The Asylum, that makes knockoffs of. That's true. Big Isn't movies it? that come out. So what do you what are you saying is that they always come out. After the Pixar, yeah, DreamWorks will be like, oh, if uh, you're doing uh, Finding Nemo, we'll do Shark's Tale. But what's the last one that mm. came out from DreamWorks? That when did that stop? Um, Are they all pre uh, How to Train Your Dragon? Because I think that was it. DreamWorks was finally like, we got one. And this yeah, is well, that was a great movie. Yeah. And then they had uh, the spaghetti one, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Oh that, yeah, that, that was, was fun. Yeah, that was a great movie too. I think yeah. that's when DreamWorks really like found their. With animation, yeah. yeah but Are then, they continuing to do so now? Well, they I did think, a sequel to both. Let me rewind. Shrek, obviously, mm. was when they found there. That was a home run. Yeah, that was like a weird, that was a gray but, area, though, because it was like a, four adults and also four kids, but more for adults. Yeah, but it was, I mean, if you're going to say that they found their stride with How to Train Your Dragon, then Shrek also. Yeah, no, 100%. Bugs Life, then. Bug. <laughs> Stay on. Uh, anyway, sorry, we can talk about Shrek all day. Apparently. Exactly. Well, Kung Fu Panda <laughs> and, <laughs> and car and Cars. It was Cars, and then Kung Fu Panda came out right after that. Okay. Don't think they're very similar. No, no not no, really. No, no, no. no, not at all. Is that it? Yeah. So continue with your <laughs> review of Bugs Life. <laughs> We're not even going to get to top threes at this point, but we'll, we'll come back. We'll each talk about our, our favorite ones. So and back to my on. review of Bugs Life. Bugs Life. What was it about that movie then? Come on, because I, I think you'll probably be reminding lots of people about Bugs Life because that's it's I think been it's, a while now. It's been I think it's been forgotten. I think it's it's silly. Um, there are, are silly moments in the movie as there are any other Pixar movie, but I think at the time, like what Adam said, at the time when he saw it, that appealed to him more so than Toy Story or A Bug's Life. But mm -hmm. A Bug's Life, the character of Flick, you know, that was kind of someone that I looked up to when I was a kid like that was a character where it just like made sense to, to me that's cool. 100% I mean Toy Story you know I, I couldn't really like resonate with well we were th with, like three when yeah I was out, really so. young yeah I was really little um, but yeah Bugs Life it just it stuck it out I mean it was basically a group of losers in a sense and throughout the movie they're finding themselves and finding who they really are and i think that it's a much deeper meaning than what a bug's life really is it's like isn't it one of the big themes of it like kind of standing up to bullies type thing as yeah well? the whole thing is yeah and the, that the I mean, grasshopper yep like the what hopper right yeah yeah there we are all coming back to me there you go see yeah we'll have to it's re great rewatch it so. i remember well, i remember yeah. it being good but yeah I, that, I, I, i'd like to go back to that as well yeah it is i mean it is a hero's journey it's a hero's tale but i mean it's kind of like a zero to hero sort of story and i i totally understand where adam's coming from with that but yeah at the time i mean i fully agree that when i saw it i was like this is this is great this is something that i can you know we watched it a lot in school too i mean that was kind of the one that we always watched mm -hmm. so hmm. every time i watched it i was like this gets better and better and better why are you watching bugs life in school uh I don't sometimes know. teachers have hangovers <laughs> <laughs> they so drink they too put, much the night they, before they put on a movie well the movie that they put on for me was schindler's list so that's Ooh. not really oh uh, my god yeah. what wait I'm, i was in like middle school yeah, that might have been religious studies actually yeah maybe that was do you ever do you have that over here? RE compulsory class? No, uh, no, no. Oh, no. Well, I went to religious school, education. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> so you, it we was all a, RE for you. Well, we had a class called uh, World Views, and it was just about every religion and how they were all wrong except for okay. Christianity. So that was a good class. I watched Forrest Gump in my history class and had to take a test on it. That was my final test. That's a great. 
movie not only to watch but also to kind of well actually <laughs> to learn history <laughs> to learn history yeah what way to teach a bunch of high school you could just history? answer forrest gump in every answer surely yeah what was <laughs> who was responsible for this who was forrest gump. <laughs> yeah forrest gump <laughs> who's a ping pong champion of the world yeah. forrest gump well that's why they named the movie after him this oh, is true of course it makes right. sense now it's all because yeah. he did all the stuff that's why i didn't get 100 on the test because i missed that one question <laughs> which character is this movie named after oh god oh what was it jenny <laughs> All right, so Lloyd. Lloyd. Favorite yeah. Pixar movie. Lloyd Williams. Um mine I see for a while I, I thought that it was Finding Nemo. Um because I always used to be into fish when I was a kid and stuff like that. Wanted to interested in marine biology, diving and all that kind of stuff. It's really amazing world that they created uh visually in terms of learning about what happens under the water. Aside from the fact that all the fish and stuff talk, obviously. Um <laughs> They uh, really do, though. Yeah, oh, they do. Yeah, damn. Not with words, though. With no. like bubbles and stuff. Um, but I tell you, that all that all changed when I saw Wall E for the first time in its entirety uh, a couple months ago. Actually, for the first time, I'd seen it all the way through. And it was one of those it. films where it came out. I just never got around to seeing it, and it had kind of been at the time that it came out. I think considered the best review uh, review wise. Yeah. Um it yeah. was kind of a five out of five. It was like, wow, this is a great story. And I just kind of was like, oh, I'll see it one day. I'd seen bits and pieces of it on TV over the years, but I saw it for the first time a few months ago and I just think that it is an incredibly heartwarming, very emotionally engaging story. Um and the characters the the fact that they can contain interest, keep you interested in a movie for for basically more than half of it, of just one character and then slowly introducing uh, the other character of Eve, the you know the female white robot. You guys have both seen Wally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah. a solid period of time in that movie where there's no dialogue at nothing. all. Yeah, no, 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 nothing. Yeah, not at all. And then obviously she turns up. I mean, the wasteland, you don't really know what's going on. There's no humans in it. Everything looks as well. One thing I noticed watching it in, you know, on on a good TV and HD and stuff is that it's very photorealistic, the world that they made. Oh yeah. Um, 100%, yeah. And when, and that's, that's why if you remember later on in the film, when they show, um, when they're on the space station full of all the, uh, the obese people, um, when you see pictures of them, when the civilization was normal there, it's real people. I don't know if you remember that part in the video where basically oh, wow. the guys like, like photographs. Yeah. Yeah. It's photographs of like, if I were to take a photograph of you right now, Mm -hmm. uh, and then the idea is that over time, and I think you, you see it, it's really, really super smart that because of the time in, spent in space, not on Earth, and the whole lazy aspect of the lifestyle, yeah. is that the, the people change physically in appearance. So then that's that references next time you watch it check it out it's really cool because i thought that's i need to so, rewatch it that's so weird need, that, yeah, that, yeah, that they're using it. there's a guy who's the captain who was like the ex-captain of the spaceship and it's the and it's a real guy looking into a camera on <laughs> on film and you wow. know wally and, and and the new space captain or whatever of the of the space station are looking at it and it's real anyway i thought that was really cool but going back to it i mean it's just it, incredible i mean i don't remember being that engaged by so few characters yeah and then everybody kind of you know the way that it goes through you think it's going to go one way when the the captain of the space station again this is kind of me just going hopefully you remember it mm -hmm. but when he when he's kind of like oh if you've got that the leaf that they find on the planet you remember that part that's why eve goes to earth anyway to see if right. it can sustain yeah, life yeah, yeah so she goes back with the the leaf or the, the sample of grass or the plant or whatever it is and then and then uh, you suspect the captain's like, well, actually, I'm happy being lazy in space and obese and I've got everything that I need right here. But actually, he goes, we could all go back to Earth. Right. And what I thought was going to happen was that he was going to be the enemy. And what it ended up being was the ship was the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it's kind of turned and that was yeah. sort of the. Yeah. The yeah. It was. And then the end again, it was kind of like one of those brilliant chase type sequences, almost in a way where all of the, the, the larger people kind of realize it and they come together and they see that they could do something and something could happen. They all come together and they all save the day together and then they go back to Earth and they step up the spaceship and go, well, this is our new home. And then obviously the, the most important thing, I think, is the relationship between Wally and Eve, yeah. the two robots who basically kind of fall in love with each other. Well, well question, so I think, cute. regarding what Adam brought up too about kind of um, you know DreamWorks and things doing 
doing things that Disney or Pixar or other animation has done in the past, do you think that Wally paved the way for for films uh, to have characters such as the Minions in Despicable Me, where they don't say a lot, but there's this kind of connection with the audience mm-hmm. where they think it's cute or they think it's funny, even though they don't understand a word that they're saying. I mean, that, I, I, yeah, I would say that's what Wally. I mean, Wally was. I'm sure there's that. examples of that throughout time that we just didn't yeah. think about. I mean, I think it was much smaller until now and Wally was like, here's a film where these robots do not talk except they say their own names and say like a few little words here and there. Yeah. Then you have the minions who say words that are just like silly and dumb, but there's now a whole movie being made about minions who mm. don't even speak English. I mean, I don't Shout out to Pharrell, by the way. <laughs> doing the soundtrack. It's my dude. Well, <laughs> minions, I always thought that was kind of weird. I was late to the Despicable Me thing. I watched that Again, I suppose fairly recently in the grand scheme of things, but I mean, it didn't really. I was kind of like, well, that's fun, but I can see yeah. why the kids like the minions, and I can see why the minions became the thing that they became. I don't necessarily think that Wally paved the way for it. I think that Pixar just hit the nail on the head, and they made standalone characters and realized that they were designed in such a way that they were so engaging, and you just the mannerisms and and the sound effects, and yeah, it just yeah. it just really captured people. Uh, it definitely did. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I just the story was great. It's uh, yeah, just a lot of heart that film. It well, really even does. yeah, I mean, and with Cars, I mean, Cars was kind of one of the safer Pixar movies because the Wally it brings up as well. You know, like Wally and Up, and even Toy Story Three. Like there are these really thematic elements that are brought in that are just really dark. Like mm. they're very mature, and you know, Up. I mean, right out of the gate, you. Hey, if you didn't cry when... It's so sad, right? In Cars. No, in Cars. If you didn't cry with the crash... Hang on, hang (laughs) on, hang on. I was about to just say, actually, in regards to this, most Pixar films, they kind of have got a I'm going to cry moment. Yeah. But I don't remember one in Cars. The crash, and then he goes back and pushes him across the finish line. Are you kidding me? My mom cried. (laughs) (laughs) She did. (laughs) I don't remember feeling teary about Cars. Maybe that was... The, yeah, I mean, connected did you it. ever follow NASCAR? No, I mean Okay, the older car was a re- <laughs> it was basically re- Formula 1, my friend. <sighs> okay, so have you heard the name Richard Petty? No. Never. Uh no. Never once. What about Tom Petty? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so Richard Petty is basically the representation of the the older car in the movie yeah. is kind of Richard Petty. I got the theme. So the older car, he'd won a bunch I of I already kind of cared. You <laughs> okay. know what I mean? Right. Okay. If if it was Mario Andretti, or he's retired, right? Oh, I know his name, yeah. Yeah, if he, you, he was over doing your F1. If it was that, and it was like Mario Andretti, someone you liked a lot. Yeah. But he's older and retired. Like, well, Michael you're Schumacher, kind of in fact, was in cars. He did a voice. Right. He did the Ferrari. Yes, which is cool. But if yeah. but if you like if Michael Schumacher was kind of looked like the old car that crashed, <laughs> you might feel more for it. I might, yeah. But, you, you, but British like, people but don't like, follow the, NASCAR. I think I don't necessarily think that that's what it was. No, I, I think I think that like, maybe just the fact that a car crash and he helped him over the line. It's got, it's not quite the same as like some of the resolutions of the other Pixar movies where you genuinely want to. Well, well, I think it's yeah. I think when he's in Radiator Springs and the economic downturn they've had, it's not a cry moment, but you do feel bad and you do kind of relate that to people in the real world. Yeah, that are going through struggles, but they can still push through. Yeah, and kids don't. So it doesn't have a cry moment per se, but you do have a lot of sympathy for. Well, that moment in Cars, I think, is the same thing. Where it's like, did you cry at the end of Cool Runnings? I mean, it's the same kind of idea. I mean, I, like, it's crazy, but it's the same. Oh, it's in where they when pick they, up the bobsled and yeah. they walk. Yeah, yeah. They crash yeah. and they pick up and yeah. they walk and it's like that moment. Like, See, that wasn't a cry moment for me. That was just like a, well done, lads. Well done. Yeah, but not every Pixar. If every Pixar movie had a cry moment, then. But you're saying that you did cry at that moment. I didn't cry. My mom cried. Your mom cried, just for the record. Right. Well, yeah, and okay. I'm not. I'm not kind of taking away for, from Cars. I'm saying Cars is one of the safer of, you know, like Wally covering the the kind of darker side of of kind of where we're at right now. But I yeah. think in a the lot world of, and up and a lot Toy of movies, Story 3. I mean, that's the furnace scene. Oh, well, man. I mean, Jesus Well, the Christ. theme of Wall- a <laughs> lot of dark, movies. Yeah. The, yeah. the bear that was so bear. Yeah. yeah. The bear and then was the, evil. And, and then, come on, skip forward to the end of Toy Story 3. My word. When Andy actually gives his box of toys away. Right. And he's like, you can't have Woody. And then at the end, he, it's just making me cry now thinking about it. <laughs> it's making me tear up. <laughs> For those listening, he is crying. He literally he's is. Not We're kidding. watching him now. He's crying. <laughs> but 
Wow. <laughs> As I was going to say, Wally kind of is safe in a way because a lot, so many movies have the like, oh, we're ruining the planet kind of thi- like safe how so we got to fix they, it but wh- i mean what i mean that's now, more now than i mean that's what tomorrow that's Tomorrowland. but that's every movie but think about wally when Forget- wally came out like that was you know end of the world movies were kind of like oh yeah the the world is screwed this you know it's all going to shit like like wally it already had hit that yeah, yeah. like wally really hit that i mean think about when wally came out Mm-hmm. That was kind of a big thing for people to be like, whoa, this is, you know, for a kid's movie, like everyone's obese and everyone does this. I mean, mm-hmm. it was very like earth shattering in the sense where we're watching this and we're having our kids watch this and they don't understand. I mean, like the little kids aren't going to be like, why is everyone fat, mommy? And they're like, oh, well, yeah, that's true. The economic downfall of and, and if you're in a wheelchair and just scoot around the space station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think there's a lot of probably questions or kids are just like, oh, this is just another character in a film. I mean, it was, it's, yeah, it's gotten dark. I mean, Brave was pretty tame. Cars was pretty tame. But yeah, I mean, seeing up I mean, when Monsters, I saw... Monsters, Inc. was... Did, did that have a cry moment? Oh, hell yeah. What yeah. was it? Absolutely. It's when uh, when the little girl, Boo, uh, and because obviously she, she becomes best friends with Sully. Oh, and then they send her and, yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. That was... Yeah. That was yeah, really... Yeah, I do remember that. And then she... Because the little girl's so cute. And then her eyes like water up at the end and she's like looking up at him and he's looking down and he kind of turns his back and he's crying. and Oh my God. Can I just say Randall from Monsters, Inc. probably <laughs> could not hate a cartoon character more. Yeah, no, he's kind of a dick. Yeah, I mean, that's the point. But that's they, really, the, yeah. they really did it that the time. The salamander <laughs> looking one, yeah. right? Forget that guy. Who, who voiced him? He was cool. <sighs> who was it? Outlook. Oh, it was William Defoe, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Fact check before we continue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. He well, also yeah. did the voice it of the was, fish um, in the fish tank in Finding Nemo, the one with the scar over his eye. Yep. That was really cool. Yeah, he must have a good relationship with Sharkbait. <laughs> well, wasn't William Defoe the voice in John Carter, who's also like Disney? He was the alien, the green alien. The main oh, they guy. they just go back to so many, don't they? Yeah. Like, Randall can... Boggs was uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh, Steve. Really? Buscemi. Oh, wow. <sighs> they kind of look alike too. They hit it on the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he was the was main. Motion he was the main bad guy, was he? Um, yeah. I tell you what, I huh. remember about Monsters Inc. Most of all was the was the ending. It was the biggest thing that I think that they had done on a scale of a finale. You know, with the doors on on the conveyor yeah. belts. So that was really cool, Mike. The, and the detail in that scene when I'm. I mean, did you see it in the in the cinema? I think I did. No. I just remember oh. being like, "Oh my, there is so much happening on screen." With the, all the doors floating oh, by incre- in the big room. It was incredible. Really yeah. cool. Well, yeah. Toy Story yeah. kind of had moments of that with the um, the airport when he goes in the conveyor belt. That was kind of cool. Was that the like Toy Story That was the second one. The second one, yeah. Like I remember that scene standing out to me as like cool cinematic like yeah. animation. Well that's why the whole world I think too as you know of the of a bug's life it's such a, a photorealistic world and I think just the way everything looks from movie that came out in I think 98 is when it came out. Having said that, I think you'd be surprised if you now go back and look at clips of Toy Story and A Bug's Life. Even looking at um The Incredibles which I watched a bit of today. Yeah. It definitely has nowhere near as much detail or fluid movement as some of the more recent stuff. It's kind of it's interesting. Go back and well, your, brain, your brain will your brain embellishes your memory. You know, because right, I yeah. w- I watched some clips of Toy Story one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I was like, man, this looks like nineteen ninety nine or mm, whatever. Really? Yeah. yeah, like it even older than that. Like it in my memories, it's all smooth and perfect. It's like when yeah. you think back to someone that you've known since middle school, and your memories they look like they do now, but mm. shorter. Totally it's true. like that. You compare yeah, Toy yeah. Story 3 shots to Toy Story 1 Not and even the close. difference is crazy. Well, that's, I mean, I think even even the way that I feel about Brave, the sequence that they use to sell that movie where she gets the bow for the first time and Do you love the that arrow. movie really? I, mean, I don't. No, no. back to Brave. I, do, I, do. <laughs> I really didn't like it at all. But He just I, likes female empowerment films in general. So. Mm-hmm. That, I think, just the way that I, and I think what they were really showcasing with that is how far technologies come with like hair and really mm-hmm. fine things like yeah. her hair in that movie the animation team for that was probably out of control just like monsters inc with the fur on oh yeah sully that was and it looked amazing and then they the took time. taken it even further i mean even in monsters university you can see that it's just it's come so far even is it, is that it good, minor monsters university is it good i've only seen the trailer oh okay so, i didn't so even we've watch not it. seen it okay no, no none of us have seen that one well, i just i love inc- original stuff well with the incredibles yeah they had to come up with a bunch of new animation techniques because mm. of how much motion they wanted to use. It was yeah, the first odd, film yeah. where they did humans. 
as the main characters. For Pixar? Yes. Yeah, so they had to do like hair and skin and yeah. they had to really stretch. Even though it was all very cartoony and whatnot. Yeah. That that it looks really good. Yeah. You know, watching that, it's kind of the, the suits, the it's superhero suits and things. Yeah, I mean, that looks really good. That holds up. So, I mean, so from here, I mean, where do you think, where do you think Pixar should go from here? I mean, do you expect, do you, I know they have a few in the pipeline. They have Inside Out coming out and they have Finding Dory coming out. Yeah. I Incredibles think they have too. Incredibles 2 and then A Good Dinosaur or well, it, whatever. It's, that it's Inside Out next, that. then it's A Good Dinosaur, which I okay. know nothing about, it's, but it's dinosaurs. Never so. heard yeah. of it. It's been back and forth. They've been up and down with yeah. production of it. It's been a long time. Then coming. it's Finding Dory. Then it's Toy Story Four. Really? <sighs> yes. Oh well, they're doing the Barbie and, and Ken. The Incredible. Oh, yeah. Incredibles Two hasn't been confirmed, but he's basic. Brad Bird's he basically said, said it's his next it. movie. Right. So but where Pixar do Pixar haven't said that there. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you want more? I mean, obviously, we can't really say anything until you know we see Inside Out. But I mean, do you want more original stuff, or do you like that they're doing sequels to these? films we watched growing up well, i think inside out is going to be the a good tell because that's super unique and i think at first as we were saying before the cell I, it had me it was very charming the the one long scene is the preview yeah but the last thing that i saw was very confusing and probably isn't going to make sense to kids and that seems very no. original the, the idea of that is like it's probably going to be the most the most emotionally complex one they've done so far Which so I'm, I'm curious yeah. an original story um, yeah it's not a sequel i I think after watching that, then time will tell. Well, I think you ask um, where you where you see Pixar headed. Yeah, I think this is something that I think about sometimes with Toy Story. Is is Toy Story kind of the Michael Jackson of Pixar movies, where like every movie you bring up, and oh, that's the best Pixar movie. Someone's gonna go, oh no, Toy Story is. Like, do you think they've beaten yeah. it, or do you think? That they will, like well, they have. I, they, just you think based on our it? answers alone? Yeah, well, I mean, none I think, of us answered. I think Toy Story. all of us in we our minds were it. like, "Toy Story should." I mean, I thought like in my head, "Toy Story" probably is like what I would say the best one in air quotes. It's, whereas yeah. Cars is your favorite because like, that can is they two get different past things. It is what you're saying? Like, can can do, they? Do you have one that you do? You, well, you think Bugs Life is better than Toy Story? Because that's the thing. You ask someone that, and they yeah. go, "I mean, it is Toy Story." But yeah. is it is is Toy Story that good, or are we just so tied to the nostalgia of it that I think we're tied to the nostalgia and what it's become over time? Yeah, it is a great and it cha- it was a game changer. I mean, I didn't love Toy Story three, and I don't know if that's just I mean, my I I wasn't and lo- maybe it's because I've seen it three times before and I just I wasn't over over Toy Story two because I kind of I think well, well I think Toy Story two and Toy Story one were right on par with each other. I I yeah I mm. I really enjoyed. I like the oh, character. Oh, because it was of, Jesse, wasn't it? Yeah, and right. the, yeah. like the montage with the... The old Prospector was Prospect the Prospect Pete. Prospect Pete, That was yeah. great. And Zerg, too. They really did it. There were two villains in the movie. Yeah. Zerg wasn't actually... He was the yeah. segue, though, wasn't it? It yeah. was the story in the beginning where... It was kind of it was Zerg like a, and then... It was like a pre- prelude, was it? Yeah. 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 And then at the end, he meets yeah. him. It, they both had their own villains, I think. You know, Woody had Prospect... Prospect Pete and and Buzz Lightyear had Zerg, and it was kind of both of them fighting their own demons, essentially in the toy world. I, mm. It just it was so, I don't know. It was that was the first one where I had that cry moment, like when when Jesse has the flashbacks of everything. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. really like that, emotional. That's yeah. one of the best Pixar scenes probably of all time. I feel like this podcast, this episode is turn into what makes us cry as grown men <laughs> and how it's all tied to Pixar. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about Tron. I don't know if you saw Tron Legacy, but the waterworks were just, the whole movie, I was crying. Oh, my word. It had nothing to do with Tron. I was just, really just, sad. I was just sad that day. <laughs> just in well, I think in answer to your question about Toy Story being, is it the one, is it ever going to... I think they've done the trilogy. Everybody likes all those movies. They might put the, them in order, but everybody kind of agrees that all the three Toy Story movies have been great, regardless. Yeah, uh, they've got Toy Story four coming out, so let's talk about it then. Because will you see it? I mean, yes. I mean, of course. Will you see Finding Dory? Nah, yeah, yeah. I'll see them all. It's you, you would go see everything. Regardless. Pixar is the the studio that I think everyone will say yes to go into every movie. Do you think they're a risk? No, Do you, I think they've been uniformly good. Other than they're the well, here's the thing. It's like a lot of things. If it's a Pixar movie, for the most part. If the trailer looks like something you'll want to see, you'll like it. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. Brave. I didn't think I'd want to see it, so I didn't go. Yeah. But anything, it's not like a a bait and switch. 
they don't have great trailers for movies where you're like, oh, I'm into it, and then you go see it. It's not that good. If it's some, if the subject is something you'll like, you'll like the movie. Yeah, and I, I mean that goes, I think, for and it goes for anything. But at the end of the day, when you see a Pixar trailer, you know that you're in, you're going to go for quality regardless. So if you see a trailer for something you don't like, like Cars didn't jump out to me immediately because I could just care less. Despite right? all of our reservations after seeing the Inside Out trailer. Yeah, I think I, would go, I think I would we would it. go into it being open minded, open minded, and probably come out loving it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm. It's just a weird sell. It's a weird sell. It is, right. but I'm so interested in that. I think that it's finally time for. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, our producer Sorry, Dave yeah. just looked through the window with a very strange look in his eye. He did. I wasn't sure what to think about that. I've, well, um, should we move on? Yeah, I, I yeah I think it. Hang on, before before we do, then let's let's just round this out. Okay. And not even have any more discussion other than a few. Hmm. What's your top three, Pixar? Oh gosh, do it. Top three, one, two, three, go. Cars, Monsters, and Toy Story one. Cool, Lloyd, go. Wally. Damn, this is hard. <laughs> Finding Nemo. Wally, Finding two. Nemo. Uh, Toy St- no, not really Toy. St- yes, Toy Story. Bollocks. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Uh, yeah, okay. I knew it. Sorry. <laughs> in in any order or no? Any order. Okay. Uh, Bugs Life. Ratatouille, Wally. Oh man, Ratatouille was great. That is good. That is a good Risotto movie. is delicious, and but they make see, that. So yeah. Let Boom. me just say then, in regards to those top threes, as a as a bookend to the subject, it is interesting because you might rather want to watch one of the other movies, but what you're saying about Toy Story is, you feel like, I felt like I just had to put it in my top three. Right. Even though see? you said Ratatouille, and I was like, well, actually, I'd rather watch Ratatouille than Toy Story these days. It right. would be in my top five. So there you go. There we go. Well, there Pixar, ever-changing. So, yeah. uh, All right. Ever-changing. One last thing we'll talk about today is... Oh, the, uh, the best. We saved the best for last. Kung Fury. Let's get Kung into this. Fury. If you haven't seen it, it's on the YouTubes. It's 30 minutes long. It's free. It is free. It was a Kickstarter campaign, bit of backstory uh, by a guy from so Sweden, good. Umea. Uh, where the band Refused come from. Um, David F. Sandberg. Uh, and what, he just had an idea to do this thing and he created a trailer. Uh, just Not All, F. Sandberg, just regular David Sandberg. So this no guy, this no guy created <laughs> a, sto- a trailer all on his own. That was, that was the cell. Yeah. So the trailer came out that, that everybody saw a long time ago. 80s throwback, crazy action stuff happening in it. Uh, insane effects, making it look like it's from the 80s, people being shot, uh, Nazis in it, uh, dinosaurs in it, uh, barbarians and uh, Vikings stuff, and yeah. Thor. Just cr- <laughs> motorbikes and Lamborghinis and crazy 80s action stuff. Yeah, Skateboards. Yeah. And he made a trailer and it was, what, like a minute and a half long. Yep. Uh, it sold his couch in his house, sold everything he had, was living on friends. He was computer graphics, like taught himself how to do it and created this thing that just went, crazy on the internet overnight yep. right and then decided to do a kickstarter campaign to do a film to see how much yeah and to make this this now what became 30 minutes long which is he didn't he he met the kickstarter and exceeded at what two three hundred thousand right and then if he, he said, said he would he would have made a million he would have made a feature a feature like right film. and pitched it to studios yeah and real quick i'm happy to hear his backstory a little more because nothing makes me cringe more than people that already have a lot of work and are famous starting a Kickstarter. Yes. To me, if you're famous and you, if I look up your net worth and it has nine, ten digits yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do a Kickstarter. Of course not, no. I mean, it's unfair. It's, it it's seems stupid. Weird. It seems just all kinds of So wrong. I'm glad he wasn't, like, I'd never heard of the guy. He was working but I assumed, doing... Well, when I saw the cast, I assumed it was a guy, I assumed David Sandberg had a big list on IMDb, but he doesn't. No, yeah, yeah. King Fury. Well, he was basically doing. He, he was doing <laughs> graphic. <laughs> King Fury. Great movie. I think movie. he was doing like computer graphics for uh, television commercials no, and stuff a, like that. Well, yeah, it says as far as movies go, he's been an account manager for Nugamamalt. Yeah. Um, 77 Hansel or some format Sivernji, which is a TV show. There you go. I've never heard of. So it was a labor of love. He <laughs> came up with all these things and it was a cra- I saw, did you see the trailer way back when? Yeah. I, do, I saw I it way back when. I, the Kickstarter, by the time I'd seen the trailer, had already finished. 
Yeah. Uh, I would have probably donated had I seen the trailer while the Kickstarter was on it. It caught my imagination that much. The thing was insane. It was like a minute and a half shot by shot, complete throwback, crazy, mad thing. Insane. That made me think of everything that it was referencing. Yeah. And, and it was great. Just for reference here, uh, I've known Lloyd for a while now and ever since we had met he had talked about Kung Fury and yeah. it's, it's going to come out tomorrow it's going to come out in a month comes out in a few more months just a few more months and then finally it dropped and I, we're, I think we're both real excited Adam we just had him watch it today I've called we've it, not even talked I've about it I've called it King Fury every time yeah he's I called it King Fury it. all day <laughs> like all night yeah I called it that today I was like oh I gotta watch King Fury David's like what's that it's like I don't know have we uh, so for those listeners who haven't seen it uh, they, I mean, most people probably go watch it real quick. Go it's watch free, it. It's and half then an hour long. Tune it's on back YouTube. in. Then tune yeah. back in here. It, yes, please. Well, flash forward from what Lloyd said that he went, you know, about David Samberg. He went from there, and now it's out. You know, fast forward five million views overnight. It's up to ten million now. It's oh ten now. God. That's incredible. And it came out four days ago. Something like that. Three yeah, or four. 20, it came out on my birthday, in fact. Right, twenty eighth. Yeah. Well, um, look at that. Nice little treat to watch that was. Oh, my absolutely. Um, Best birthday gift you can ask for. Wonderful. I uh, don't know. Okay, okay, so, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Not the best birthday gift. Do we need to talk about the premise, though, before we get into this? Aside from the fact yeah. it's 80s exploitation craziness, it's about a yep. cop who is struck by lightning and bitten by a cobra <laughs> <laughs> at the same time and uh, gains uh, kung, uh, kung, kung fu, fu powers, powers <laughs> essentially makes him like a kung fu master and then he has to and then he has time to time travel to kill hitler he just decides yeah. to go through time with the aid of his his friend hackerman <laughs> which i love hackerman hackerman and sends him a back little through assistance time from triceracop and thor through a computer he hacks time and <laughs> his mission he just decides to go back in time and kill Adolf Hitler. See, at that point, I realized it wasn't a documentary. Right. <laughs> was right there when he so saw Hitler. So those of you who don't know what this is, you get the idea now. It's super crazy, super cheesy. Off the wall, off yeah. Off the wall, just full of action and great one-liners, etc. Uh, I think me and Nick know that we very much enjoyed it. Oh, I it. loved it. Loved uh, it. Yeah. Adam, saw it today. What do you think? Fresh off the dome, All too. All right, so strap in. Um, so Kung Fury is I don't even know where to start made for Um, crackheads by crackheads yes it is (laughs) a la Mad Max review Um, no I mean it's funny I'm not big on see to me there's like three different categories of movie that are good there is you made a good movie and it was good category one then you made a crap movie and it was so bad it's good. Category two. And then there's you tried to make a movie that was so bad it's good, and then it was all right. That was that for me. And that's categories with Adam, everybody. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So to me, <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's like mind they, blown. I don't know. I'm just kind of over the whole like it's so like it had the VCR lines mm-hmm, on it and it mm-hmm. said scanning and it had with the audio. Yeah. And it had the one liners that are supposed to be random, but when someone sits down and writes a script like that for a whole year and it's like, hmm, what will be random? It just seems kind of contrived to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that... So it, it's hmm. it's like they he did a good job. Like, it looks good. The visual it, style's great. It, But then it's like, let's run it through a VCR filter. Are you also taking it too seriously? No, because I liked it. Can I lay but down I, the age card here and just say I think that maybe you didn't entirely get it, being the older member of the podcast... I, I think I got aimed. it. I mean, did you though? Like yeah. the re- I mean, so much of it was aimed at people who grew up through a certain right. time period. Right. You know, certain decades and throwbacks and stuff. Yeah, I mean, you grew up with VCRs though. I mean, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, I've I mean, seen we, crap action yeah. that it's referencing. Yeah. And Ro- I think Robot Jobs, I mean, remember that? It's just like <laughs> it's becoming a genre. Is it though? like make But um, who's doing it? The, a lot maybe. of stuff. It's like a genre like let's make Something that looks kind of old and it's funny and has one liners, mm-hmm. like, and you know, like Tim and Eric type thing. Like, I'm kind of over that whole thing. But Unless surely, you have something new to bring, which this did in a way and it didn't in a way. Do you know why it did? It to me is because they just went second after every five seconds, something funny was happening, something visually 
good crazy yeah, it was some a visual reference. gag it was it's it's everything. not like a, an like a full length this is right. why the 30 minute time frame if it was any longer really went, it played well for it not good because well, right. they didn't have enough i mean it's funny to see thor like if they had turned it into a long if it was a feature length movie i wouldn't have finished it i think the ideas would have been more fully fleshed out in the in a sense because what lloyd and i were talking about is that i agree with you when you said it's like a lot of just good ideas kind of crammed in or weird ideas or things are just like, oh, well, that's like, be cool. oh, let's go back in time. Okay, I'm back. Like if if it wasn't going to be a whole movie where he could meet Thor and journey through the ancient times and get hackathoned into the past, then maybe they could have explored that a little better. But it was like, let's meet this guy and make the one joke for him and then we're moving on. And Thor's got the pecs and we're moving on. Like, mm-hmm. So I feel like it would have maybe been better at 10, 12 minutes or taken out some of the story i don't know it was just a lot it was, it was just it was a whatever. lot of ideas crammed into one and i mean some of the ideas worked great and i love a lot of the ideas in it but even you know what we were joking about is that kung fuhrer never did never kung fights fu. yeah he never that was fought. funny that was funny i kept waiting for him to do some kung fu and he didn't and he never did and it cracked me up and I he think- has a gun and then he's like hey we like kung fu like yeah it's funny the, it, the ending, I think, is the only thing that we maybe... Yeah, it wasn't just, a... It's, it, there was a moment where it slowed down towards the end and then the actual finale, finale, uh, the return and all of that kind of sets yeah, it up I didn't for really something else, which is, which is cool. But, I, I mean, for me, it was the definitely the funnest, the most fun that I've had watching 30 minutes of anything for a long time. I mean, if on you, if free, you on, for free on the internet, yeah. though, I mean, for you to just queue it up, it's a lot more quality than you would expect. But a lot of it is like a 18-year-old humor. Like, oh, we'll go back in time and we'll kill Hitler, but he does kung fu and this and that. It's like, okay, I get it, but is the the joke there? Yeah, it's there, but is it really? But it's it's kind of referencing things that of of that nature that have been going on way before being an 18-year-old. You know, it's... right. These are crazy ideas of movies that were made in the 80s Mm -hmm. that they've just gone... Did you see that 80s movie? That was funny. How can we parody it? Right. In a way, this is, is, I mean, to me, it's not even really worth reviewing because it is it is what it should be taken for. Right. I think we, we can all agree that what they achieved through Kickstarter and now what they're going to go on to achieve. Yeah, is, it's a labor of love. Yeah. The whole thing was a labor of love regardless of, I mean, we shouldn't. Well, you know, it's a talk, viral hit. Yeah. It is. And it, I'm, I'm personally... Um, my opinion is I'm happy that it was a viral hit. The fact that 10 million people watched it, mm-hmm. like we talked about with Mad Max, I love that people are love weird shit. Like that's my favorite thing that everyone right. is so in like the weirdest stuff. And yeah. I love that. I love that we've reached a point where people love, you know, Tim and Eric was kind of a stoner hit or right. it was a late night hit. Whereas Mad Max or Kung Fury is something people watch during the day. Like, it's not a late night thing. It's, it's something right. people are like, I love this. Everyone need to watch it. I mean, and the 80s are coming back. I mean, even pop music. I mean, you can talk a lot about that. Where Yeah. Taylor Swift, her whole new album is the 80s album. Yeah. St- style. Style. Great 80s song. a great song. Yeah, I enjoy that. But uh, yeah, I mean, to bring, you know, the Hoff out of uh, whatever mm. hole that he's in to, to sing the theme song. Yeah. Um, that was then, funny. Yeah, it was great. And the little, the HAL 9000 reference and then yeah, the Knight Rider reference all wrapped up in one was... Question, would you watch it again I have, tomorrow? I have watched it yeah. two and a half times. See, I don't think I would. I mean, you, there's just bits that is, you just want to watch again because it's just kind of so crazy. When it goes I animated briefly. That, yeah, that's like when he... Yeah. <laughs> you know what that made me think of is how funny it would be for just a random, random people like us to like hire a guy to animate a little 10 minute show about you like Nick Floyd, the super he man hero. And it's just Nick Floyd running around like, interacting with these villains and stuff. That'd be hilarious. Well, like, like Mike, Tyson, I liked that part. The best problem. Mike Tyson even did that with his little adult swim show. Yeah, where it was Mike did, Tyson's yeah. mysteries where it's like, I'm going to have someone animate a show about Mike Tyson and make it like Scooby-Doo. Like Riff Raff could pull that off real well. Oh yeah. That's what, that's what I thought of immediately was this looks like some, like a Riff Raff music video. I would love that. That's going to come out one day. Yeah. I think it was very music video esque, but I think all in all, I think, I think it's great regardless of whether you liked it or not, regardless of whether you'd watch it again or not. If you watch it once, I think it's a, it's a, worth your you 30 go. minutes. It's hundred percent. It's a step forward. I think in kind of the creative world where people, want something that's 
that's been done before, but they don't at the same time. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell me whether or not I thought it was good. It was good. Like, I thought that's where you're taking that. No. <laughs> I was about to be like, Nick, hold up. Well, regardless, I think uh, it's clear that the world has got a lot of lot more Kung Fury to see anyway because uh, he's been picked up by a Hollywood agent and they're talking features, series, all this kind of well, stuff. I want to see what he so does we'll see next. see what he does next, yeah. yeah. 100% um, I want to see because he could end up, I mean... Doing some big things? He Everybody, could do something huge. He could do something yeah. tiny and cult, you know, Adult yeah. Swim could pick him up. But I, I'd like to see him do something... I could, I don't know. I big, could see big, that being an Adult Swim type series. It'd be expensive, but yeah, it'd be ideal yeah. for a late night crowd. But yeah. That's to, the thing. Yeah, we'll see what he does next. He's on the radar for everybody. He's a name that I think people know now. And with the Yorma Tacone involved from the Lonely Island who played Hitler, which is insane to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is kind of have that kind of, he Lights has his foot in the door. There's a reason that they flew him out to Hollywood after just seeing the trailer before the film even came out. Right. Yeah. So it's viewers, great, yeah. go watch it. It's half an hour. It's Kung, Kung Fury. Fury. Tell Find us what you YouTube. thought. That's Be a true thing. survivor. It's free. <laughs> what are we going to uh, end today's podcast with? Just a recap and uh, what we're going to do next week. Yeah, we have some exciting stuff. Uh, well, I mean, Entourage. I can, yeah, I'm for my one of my most anticipated movies, uh, if not my most. Of surprisingly this year enough, so far? Uh, of this year one of my it, no my favorite TV show of all time Entourage and I've been waiting for this movie and yeah. now that I get to watch an hour and 45 minutes of fresh brand new Entourage material on the screen I couldn't be happier I think about we it. know which way it's going to go it's going to be like an hour and a half long version of the TV show oh, yeah. which is absolutely cool by me I'm love 100%. the show so we're going to talk about that the next week we're going to go see Entourage and Adam and has I, never Adam seen Entourage not, at uh, all and we're going to get a fresh perspective because presumably we hope they'll probably do some kind of prologue. Well, yeah, yeah. No, prologue. Which I can't wait for. I'm excited. To hear I know. What you think. I know one thing. There's a guy. His name's Turtle. Mm-hmm. That's it. There we That's go. All I got. So. This is this is going to be a really good. <laughs> this is going to be good. So I, I can't of, wait. I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, Entourage is some people love it. Some people don't even know it. So right. We'll check that one out. And then after that, Jurassic Park. Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. We have Jurassic World out. So um, close. Next th- Thursday, which is. Obviously, extremely exciting. Uh, the premiere just happened in France. People have been saying amazing things about it. Uh, also, Jurassic World news, uh, Colin Trevorrow, who uh, directed it, has actually confirmed that he is not going to be doing any more of the planned potential trilogy of new Jurassic Park films. So, Good choice. And his so reasoning it, for it, he said that... Different creative vision or something yep, like that? Different yeah. creative visions for different franchises. And he named Star Wars as being one of them, and I could not agree more. So Which good means for him. he'll probably get the Star Wars spin-off job. Well... One of them. Maybe. Good for him. So that's, yeah, uh, that's the next Entourage two uh, and Jurassic World we will talk about next week. Probably solely and literally the week after. those. Is it the week after? Yeah, well, that's two episodes. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Entourage will do Monday and then Jurassic World will do... The next do Monday. Next Monday, yeah. So we have two big, uh, big two, things to talk about. Two big about. premieres. Yeah, well, super excited. So that wraps up episode three of The Fourth Wall. Moving along. If you haven't yet, uh, follow us on Twitter at 4 th Wall Filmcast, Fourth Wall Filmcast with a four. Mm-hmm. If you try and search right. fourth with an F, you're not going to find it. No, you might. No, you won't. Because that would can, be far too easy. And you, can, uh, <laughs> you can send us an email. Nick knows the email address. He's been checking it. Um, Was it fourthwallfilmcast at gmail.com? Yes. Yeah. So hit us up there. The fourth wall podcast at gmail.com. Filmcast. It's podcast. Is it podcast? <laughs> I made it first and we started this. <laughs> okay. There we I'll go. change it, guys. It will be the fourth wall. We're out there. Pod. You can see Filmcast. it. Cool. Well, um, thank you very much. And thanks for listening. This has been fun. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thank okay, you. See you, thank you, next you for week. all the See you support. next week. Yeah. All right. <laughs>